All right, everybody, welcome to uh, kind of a special edition of uh, Twist Network on a uh, night that nobody really ever wanted to uh, have to have. And uh, got some special friends with us. We're gonna we're gonna chat. We're gonna tell some stories. We're gonna bullshit a little bit. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a drink, two drink minimum. So if you haven't poured something, uh, good chance for you to go grab something. Got uh, Ben Beeler. Got Melinda Russell. We're going to have a whole bunch of people on. Uh, uh, there's a bunch of people that wanted to be on as well and just emotionally uh, couldn't. Talk to Kenny Head and uh, Cindy, uh, Cindy Stickley, Cindy Stickley Head. Um, they just were not ready. Uh, chatted with Troy Imus, uh, Taylor's dad. Him and Ben became very, very good friends. And and uh, he, he, he can get about halfway through his story. They wanted him. They had a tribute for him at the... Uh, little speedway over in, in Lansing quarter midget track. And, uh, and, and he can get through about half of the story. So um, we're going to keep bringing some people in. We'd love to have you guys share this, share this on your wall. I'd love to have a huge, huge crowd here. Um, and, and just tell some stories. We're going to laugh. Um, like I said, we're going to, we're going to just have a good time and, and remember our buddy. It is on, on demand. If uh, you got some people that, can't watch it right now for whatever reason we'll be able to uh to remember this this all started because me and some kid that uh neither of us wanted to shut our mouths decided to have a radio show and talk about racing and and the lady you see over on my right side melinda russell was a big help in that with send out cards and making this possible and we the lynn street pub if you will which is fancy for my house uh we just sat around and uh and bullshit told talked about racing and and you got it honest i mean it was it was uh real honest with us too um and you know you didn't know what you were gonna get it didn't matter we were gonna have some fun i was i was inside normally he was outside he was sometimes up in kalamazoo at a shop sometimes when he was living here it'd be outside but ben can't just sit still and talk so he's got to be walking uh neighbors shooting off fireworks shooting guns uh, Shorty'd have the ambulance have to come get him, and it, you always wonder what the background noise was. We were, you know, you could always tell when I was making a drink because you'd hear the ice getting busted up in the freezer. Uh, but but it was a lot of fun. So we we had a good time. Uh, ben Beeler uh, and uh, Raver became very very good friends, and uh, had some cars that they raced together. Had some really really unique looking cars with sent out cars for a sponsorship. Uh, ben, Ben had moved away a little bit, got over to Chicago and, and got in the car dealership, uh, world and got into down in Florida and having some fun and, uh, life just kind of separates us a little bit. And we always think we always got more time. And unfortunately, I hate to say it. We found out, uh, a week and a half ago, sometimes you don't. And I, I don't know. He was a great friend. He was, uh. He was full blast. He was either love you love Ben, but every now and then you you love to hate Ben. But he do something five minutes later to make you forget about it. You know what I mean? So I'm going to bring in Ben and Melinda here. Uh, Melinda, we'll start with you. Um, I I know this is emotional for all of us, and uh, I don't. I I'm sure I've got some tears left. It's it's been a it's been a long yeah. week and a half. I I uh, buried my father. We weren't the closest people in the world, but I knew he was there. If I needed anything, we connected through racing. 
but uh, 12 years ago, I lost him. 13 years ago, I guess. And this this last week and a half has been the hardest week of my life. Uh, I tend to overthink everything and uh, try and find every single angle so there's no surprises. And uh, wasn't even wasn't even close with this one. So I don't know. I know a lot of us are sharing this. I appreciate it. We got 91 people watching right now. Share our video. Maybe there's somebody else out there that uh, that wants to chat. You guys can drop some comments. Larry's behind the scenes. Larry, thank you so much for doing this. Um, and if you guys got some questions, we'll uh, we'll bring them up. I will be on a little bit of a delay uh, with some questions, but we'll try and ask. So Melinda. Um, I'm proud to call you a friend, Ben. I'm proud to call you a friend as well. And, uh, I'll let you guys kind of talk for a little bit. Melinda, we'll start with you. All right. Well, about two and a half weeks ago was the last time that I saw Ben at Kalamazoo Speedway. And every time Melinda? I saw him, yes, I'm here. Beeler, can you hear me? Yep. I can hear you. Can Melinda not hear me? I can I hear I can hear both of you. Okay. I can hear. All right. Well, Beeler, we'll start with you then. Uh, uh, I can hear both of you. Okay. Well, I can't hear Melinda. Can you hear me now? I can. <laughs> can the people out there hear me? Answer if you can hear me. Okay. So, do you want me to log back in? Do you want her to log back in, Jason? Uh, I may. I'm going to slide out and come back in. Okay. Give me one second. So, Beeler, you two talk a little bit. And I'll be right back, okay. okay? All right. So, hopefully, the people out here can hear. Um, yeah, they're saying they can hear me. So, two and a half yeah. weeks ago, I was at Kalamazoo Speedway, and... I went to the pit area, which I have been doing some of, and uh, there he was standing and talking to somebody. And I never, ever, hardly ever saw Ben without him giving me a hug. And so, you know, I walked over in the middle of this conversation. He said, hey, Mama, how you doing? I'm like, how are you doing? We hugged. I said, I love you, buddy. And I kept walking. And when I was sitting up in the stands, I sit between three and four. And when I was sitting in the stands that night, I saw him walking through the pits and I said to my husband, Hey Mark, there's Raber. And he said, where? And I said, right there. He, nobody walks like Raber. And we kind of laughed. <laughs> and that was, uh, that was a good memory to have. But what I really remember is how I met Ben Raber and how I heard about him first was um, my son, Ben kept talking about this guy, Ben Raber. Oh, he's an awesome race car driver. He's a cool guy. And he, he would go on and on and on about this Ben Raver guy. And I was into racing, but not as much as I am now. And uh, he's like, yeah, he does a lot of stuff at the quarter midget track. You ought to go over there and, and watch those kids. So I drug my husband over to the quarter midget track one night. And I knew what he looked like because I'd seen Ben talking about him. And I kind of knew who I was looking for. So I went and I actually watched Taylor Imus race that night and her and her family. And I went up to Ben Raber and I said, Hey, I'm Ben Beeler's mom. And he's like, Oh, how nice to meet you. And then I said, wow, these go-karts really go fast. And he looked at me and he said, these are not go-karts. These are quarter midgets. <laughs> and <laughs> Oh, okay. So 
I got my first education about quarter midgets that night from him. Uh, needless to say, it went on and my granddaughters raced there. And Ben was always a part of that track, if he was in there in person or not. He was always part of that track. And then my son decided maybe he wanted to have two race cars because, you know, one's just not enough. And he <laughs> said to me, I, I want to have another car and I want Ben Raber to drive it. What do you think? And I mean, all I'd ever heard about was what a good driver he was. And I'd already fallen in love with him as a kid. You know, he called me Mama. And I don't let just anybody call me Mama. And I called him, you know, he was another son. And there was a few times when I had the two Bens together and I said to Ben Raber, I like you more than I like my own Ben. And we would laugh because sometimes <laughs> it was true. Sometimes it was very true. So I have my SOC Nation sweatshirt on tonight in honor of Ben. He wore those shirts proudly. And I was proud that he wore them. So whew, that's probably all I can do. And Ben's going to tell you the rest of the story. <laughs> so um, just picking up where my mom left off, um, didn't really have to twist her arm, but we talked and we decided that we were going to expand our team and build a late model. And um, we actually built my super stock car and the late model at the same time. We put a team together um, based around Ben. Um, he brought everybody on board, Mr. Sign, Danny Mac, um, and we spent literally five or six hours in the shop every night for a whole year building these cars. And not only did we develop a friendship, but it was almost like a, uh, a brotherly love. And a lot of people don't know this, but the, the night that I won at Kalamazoo, he was in staging in our late model. And before the flagman even came down and handed me the checkered flag, I was out of the car and I was in the staging line. He was, he was starting first that night on the pole and I was in the staging line in his window net. Um, I'll keep it clean, but I had some choice words for him to say to get up on the wheel and make it happen. Um, two weeks later, we were at Galesburg and my car had just been tore up. He had just blown the motor in um, our late model. Um, he spent all week helping me on my car and we ended up winning that night. He actually helped assemble the trophies cause we sponsored it that night, but he was the first one. He was the first one at the window of the car. And, uh, that's just the type of guy he was. He, he was very selfless. Um, the funniest story I have is two weeks after that we were at Springport and the first first lap of the heat race as soon as we took the green flag the guy next to me put me right in the wall and by the time i was drugging the pits on a tow truck ben was already up in the guy's trailer ready to put him in pieces pretty much and got pulled off um we had 10 minutes to fix my car i had upper a-arm damage lower a-arm damage ball joint damage i don't know what they did to fix it but ben tim hegner tim finska and jason radishak they used bits and pieces out of my trailer lug nuts i don't know what they did but they fixed my car and raber said if you win tonight i'm racing at spartan tomorrow i ended up winning at springport and we were in the pits getting ready to load the car and i told the guys to put it up on jack stands <coughs> and they did and ben said what are you doing i said i'm changing the gear you're gonna win spartan tomorrow and he said oh yeah i forgot 
So we changed the gear, we set the car up, and we went to Spartan. Ben set fast time. I actually think he set the record, uh, the track record that day um, in my car and started dead last. And with about five laps to go, he got impatient like he normally does on the racetrack. And he was rubbing all over this guy's ass end. And he spun the guy. <laughs> and they sent the 30 car, which Ben Raber was driving, to the back. And he decided he was going to park the car on the front stretch and have a conversation with the flag man. But in about five minutes, the flag man finally came downstairs. And Ben basically said, I'm not going to the fucking back. Um. About two minutes later, they pulled a tow truck out of the back end of the racetrack and snuck up behind them and lifted the ass into my car up with him not knowing and started to tow the car off the racetrack. At that time, me and my pit crew turned around and there were six sheriffs standing around us and we're like, what's going on? They're like, are you here with Ben Raber? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, we're here to escort you off the property to make sure that <laughs> And I'm looking around, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So needless to say, they towed the car in and made us leave immediately. And um, um, I called my mom because, obviously, my mom was a big part of our team. And uh, she was screaming at me on the phone, and I had no idea why. Well, when he was getting towed off the racetrack, there was a fan, I guess, that knew him or something. I don't know. But they said something very, very mean that he didn't like. And he gave him the bird. And um, my mom was like two rows behind the lady. So she saw him give him the bird. Um, so anyway, we laughed about it after the fact. Um, getting escorted off the racetrack by the police was kind of unique and fun, even though we should have won the yeah. race. Um so we get back to my shop, which was in Galesburg at the time, and we get everything unloaded, and he just starts going off on me about where the fuck's his truck at. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Where's your truck? He was driving an S10 at the time. And we always played jokes on each other, and he thought I moved his truck and hid it from him. And he started to get, like, mad, and he tackled me. And we were literally laying on the ground, and I couldn't stop laughing. And I'm like, dude, I did not move your truck. He literally, he literally rolls over and he says, the fucking ring is in the glove box of my truck. And he jumps up and he calls 911. Um, just the whole scenario of events that weekend, um, the camping trips we did, every time we camped, we got rained out. And we were there. We had a golf cart and a camper, I think, for seven weeks. Um, the last year has been the hardest of my life. Um, I've only seen him a couple times, um, but the guys called me or messaged me every day. Um, and I, look, I look for those messages every day. I just have to find them in different ways now. Um, yeah. Yeah. but I love them and I want to get off here now. <laughs> okay. No, that's fine. I, you know, I, he mentioned that to me. You said that uh, that uh, he he'd check on you all the time, and I know you've been through a lot of stuff, and we're all we're all thinking about you, and and hope uh, hope you for the best with you, and want a want a good recovery. And I appreciate that time. And going back to your story, he he always said, 
I've never been to a racetrack where if you pulled up to the start finish line and stopped that somebody wouldn't come talk to you. And then all of a sudden, um, he just <laughs> kept saying the, uh, the car got lifted up and they towed him away. And, um, you know, and then he did the, uh, burnouts at, at Anderson Speedway and got kicked out of there. Uh, but the, the, when he got kicked out of, uh, Spartan, I'm sorry. Yeah. Spartan. He did say, he said, uh, I've never been kicked out of a racetrack before, which I'm not sure I believe at that point, but he said, you know what Jim Leisure did? He still sent me a birthday card. So, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't that mad about it. And Jim wasn't that mad about it, but I know that was a big deal for him to get a, uh, to get a was, Christmas card still from. I was actually, I, I said, I, I told Ben <clears throat> and I think I told Cindy there was only one time the whole time I've known Ben Raber that I was ever mad at him. And it was that night at Spartan because Brandy yeah. and the girls and I were sitting in the stands with our SOC nation clothes. And then he's, you know, the car has it all over the front and he didn't just, it looked like he was giving the bird to the whole crowd. And I was furious. And, and then we got back to the shop and he's like, I'm sorry, mama. I know I shouldn't have done that. You know, this is before he knew the truck was gone. And, right. and so, you know, I'm like, well, you can't act like that. You represent all of us. And, you know, we kind of had it out. Then I find out that somebody stole his truck with a diamond ring in the glove box. And I went over and gave him a hug. And I said, I don't know why, but I cannot stay mad at you. I feel so bad for you when I should feel bad yeah. for me. <laughs> so I no, love I, I agree. Yeah. 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 I, I, I said in his eulogy, it was, it, you know, he, he made me proud and he pissed me off and, and he did a good job of kind of doing both those, but that's what friends do. And that's what best friends do. Um, and if they don't get under your skin every now and then, and I'm, I know I got under his skin, whether it was me talking about going dirt racing or, or, or sitting in front of a computer working too much on Photoshop stuff for a racetrack on a night where he just wants to sit around and, and uh, watch some TV and drink or whatever it was, but that's yeah. kind of part of the deal. So I don't so know. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you guys both for coming on. I, uh, I was going to make a SoCo and Coke. I forgot when it was 800 degrees that I used all the ice in my cooler. So I don't have any ice. So I uh, got a shot of Jack Daniels. So if all you right. got a drink in your, yeah, you got some water. If you I get got a drink, my bottle of water. Bill's so. got a beer. Let's drink one for Benny. I'm gonna squint because I don't even like this. But Ben, <laughs> appreciate Here's you, man. Love you, dude. Yeah, we here we go. Oh, I don't know why people drink that by choice. Oh, Mr. <laughs> oh. Water. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Jason. All right, guys. I yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, Melinda Russell, Ben Beeler. Ben, take care of yourself. We'll check in on you. Hope to see you at the racetrack soon, guys. All right. Thanks, you too. With that, yeah, we got a good friend, uh, a couple of good friends exiting. We're going to bring in uh, one of his fiercest competitors. I think uh, these two uh, love to hate each other for a while. and um, But at the end of the day, they were good friends. They'd help each other out. And as soon as Larry can bring in Mike Bubba Brooks. Uh, okay, wait, Bubba went off. Okay. All right. So Bubba popped off. We'll try and get him back on. Let's, uh, 
Let's bring in uh, Curdy Town. Curdy, let's bring you up, and then we'll bring. Uh, I got Kim Sexton or Kim Cook. So Curdy been Curdy been hanging out over at uh, Hacienda Gonzalez, playing around with uh, some uh, some race cars and trying to get uh, that team going again. So Curdy, what's going on, dude? Not a whole lot. Man, I'll tell you what. No, I I said this uh, the other day. Um, there's not a whole lot of people that that help people out as much as you do when there's uh, something go wrong. You've got uh, tributes on your cars constantly. You've lost a lot of friends over the last couple of years. I know uh, Ben was a good friend of yours, and you've helped over at the little track. You guys became close there. Uh, you've helped at the big track with some of the kids that have graduated. But uh, just talk about that a little bit. Well, uh, helping Taylor Imus. With Benny, it's probably one of the coolest things we could ever do. Seeing Dylan Stovall, Dilly, yeah, Taylor Sexton, Taylor Imus, all of them graduate, and Ben had an impact on all of them. And going to the little race track after that, after Ben passed away, you could just see everyone had an impact. He had an impact on everybody, and it hits close to home because it Ben. Ben was a great guy, but he had his bad, bad tempos, which was funny at times. Right. But uh, two years ago when we decided to take a full season at Mountville, that uh, Ben had a lot of stories about that place. <laughs> we all do. And uh, the mini stock was half done. was missing uh, the deck lid. And I had it at their shop with Will's car, Will Street Stock and Ben Street Stock. And Ben goes, Carlos, you ain't going racing today. I looked at him and said, we're going racing one way or another. Me, Will, and Ben put stuff together, made it work, and I won about 10 futures down there that year. Finished fifth and or seventh in points down there. And then that was about that. Ben, ben did everything he could. And then seeing him at Salvino's the other week, goofy as can be, and he said one one phrase I'll always remember: "If you ruin your relationship, I'll kill you." And I keep that in the back of my head every day now. Good, good. Yeah, yeah, you got to. You got to keep people around you close and uh, try and get along with everybody. Ben uh, Ben did a good job of uh, of doing that. So, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, Sabrina Beebe says, Ben telling me I'm just as loud as my mom at the bus races yelling at me to go sit away from him. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So a uh, lot, lot of Ben stories. Uh, and like you said, he was excellent. Probably my favorite thing about him was was that little track and and how he would just – he was so amazing with those kids and took all the time in the world and nothing else mattered, whether it was – whether it was his driver Taylor, whether it was, excuse me, whether it was a competitor, um, that whatever they needed, he was the first guy. If you needed to stand a car up on its uh, on its nose and put a chain back on, he was he was there all the time. So I don't know. It's it's now you you got to run his fire suit. Well, I saw you in his Scott suit uh, at the Berg and uh, drove Jeremy Bush's car and slapped a USA three on it. That was a really nice tribute, huh? Yeah. Uh qualifying, Will looked at me and goes, You wanna wear Ben's suit? I said, Do you have it? He goes, If you wanna wear it, I have it in the back of my truck. I said, 
So why not? We went out when the fast car dash. I looked at Will after. I said it was the fire suit. Yep. Then, I saw that. That neat, that neat picture of you in victory lane. Um, so just saw a lot of neat things throughout the weekend that made you know that that Ben Ben ain't forgot about us. Ben ain't gonna let us forget about him. Uh, Phil Bozell doing what he did. Taylor uh, Taylor Emmis doing what she did. Brandon Zachary picking up his first win ever at Kalamazoo in his old street stock. Uh, Kenny Head with quick time. And then, man, was he just coming in that late model sportsman race. Just had a little bit of bad luck in both of them, but still a very respectable weekend for him. I don't know. You got any other stories, bud? Uh, not that I can think of. Okay. Yeah, we got uh, we got a lot of them. And, and I know, like you said, you, you said you had a couple and – and you were just getting to know the kid pretty good, and uh, we just got to keep, like I said at the uh, eulogy, we got to make sure we do a good job of keeping track of people and checking on people. Uh, a simple how you doing text, uh, you know, there's definitely some people that, that could use that uh, through these next few weeks and months, uh, whether it's Ma, whether it's uh, Beeler, whether it's uh, Melinda, um, that Chris Nash. I, I know Chris has been real busted up with this and uh, uh, you know, just good people. And, and you never, you never think this is going to happen. So, all right, Curdy, I appreciate you swinging in and saying hi. I know you got some race cars to uh, get put together. So uh, make that happen. Okay. We'll do. All right. So if anybody is wanting to try, i some people will never understand Ben's love for the kids. He, uh, yeah, he swore and he was rough around the edges, but man, he sure loved those kids. Boy, I'm sure we all have some amazing uncensored stories, and we do. And I appreciate Beeler for not bringing a couple of those up involving a hotel room and something smacking me in the head to wake me up. And then, yeah, anyway, uh, <sighs> we got Bubba back. Uh, let's bring Bubba in next. Uh, you know, I talked about this. He was... Uh, he was one of those competitors with uh, with Ben and the Modifieds, and uh, they love to hate each other. I I thought I thought me putting my fat ass in between the two would settle things down, and Ben nicely let me know that uh, if I didn't move, that uh, that he was going to hit me to get to you. And uh, you guys, for a while, love to hate each other. Um, I I think a little bit was you guys knew what buttons to push, and it was almost I don't want to say entertainment, but I think there might have been something that you got out of it. At the end of the day, you guys were in each other's race shops. You guys were helping each other out. I know he was over there uh, helping you get the uh, late model and modified ready, depending on what you're racing quite a bit uh, the last six, eight, 10, 12 months. And, and I knew you guys became good friends. You know, I, back when you drove Heath's car uh, last season, I was wondering no offense to Heath, but I was kind of wondering how that thing got so fast. I didn't realize you were driving it at that point. And all of a sudden I see Ben just running around back and forth. I'm like, what in the hell kind of weird thing am I in the middle of here? But uh, bringing Mike Bubba Brooks, he was uh, at the end of the day, a good friend. Uh, like I said, there was, there are some differences and everybody had those with Ben uh, off and on, but he could do something to make you mad and do something five seconds later and make you forget about it. So Bubba, I know you got some stories and uh, I'm going to turn the microphone over and let you talk a bit, but I don't think half the stories people want to know, because I don't think they're good enough for everybody to hear. 
but well, <laughs> yeah, all right, give, give us a couple, give I us remember, a couple good ones then. I, I remember that night on the golf cart when we wrecked on the mods, and he said, "We need to go across the street to the church, so we're gonna fix this." And then you jumped in the middle, and I jumped in the driver's seat, and then we didn't really decide we wanted to go across the street. And I think we drank some Soko, and we had a nice night, and it's, uh, yeah. I mean, when we raced together, it was love to hate each other, but, I mean, over the course of the last year and two years or whatever, you know, he helped me get my car ready for the clash. We worked on Heath's car. We got that thing done. I mean, he helped me work on this modified that I got now, and he helped me hang the nose on the late model that I knocked off at Springport. <clears throat> and, you know, it, throughout, I mean, Ben and I only worked uh, 400 yards away from each other. <clears throat> and, like, when he wrecked his Dodge, um, I mean, I drove the kid to work every single day and took him home every single day. I mean, there just was conversations that we could have that, you you just, you don't ever think, you know, I mean, everybody sees him in public and, and I mean, he was pretty down to earth and, and always there to listen. And, but when he needed to say something, you needed to be ready to listen too. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you got any, uh, you got any good stories? Uh, give me your, Maybe not uh, the height of the modified man this days, but give me a good on-track story with Ben, whether you guys are getting along or not getting along. Well, I remember, I don't know, I think it was 2011, the year he was, it was 2000, no, 2010. We got together one time, and there was people complaining and whatnot. So Gary thought it was going to be a great idea and put us in the jam <laughs> And... Little did Gary know that, because he thought we wanted to kill each other, well, we just had a really good time with it. And then, shortly after that was when they started building the quarter midget track, and Scott and Amy hired Ben and myself to go do all the clearing and basically get the place ready to get paved. And, I mean... For two people that everybody thought hated each other, I mean, we spent every single day together working on that track. You know, and there's, when my kid was racing quarter midgets, I mean, we'd argue on the the racetrack on Saturday nights, but Saturday mornings and Sundays and Friday nights was all about quarter midgets and all about the kids. Yep. I don't know. It's just, uh, it's crazy, and, and whatever happened on the track normally could be uh, settled after the races with, with a drink. Uh, sometimes that didn't happen, but uh, but normally if you had a conversation with the kid, uh, you understood where you were coming from or he was coming from. Uh, sometimes it's hard to talk to him. He's, he's uh, like I said, aggressive, um, and, and as well as you are. I mean, I've seen, you know, you guys are both very, very intense drivers, and um, talk about the modifieds and, and how much – Let's let's get the let's take away the the bad part of it. How much fun was that to go out there, uh, whether it was you winning or him winning, uh, and talk about that that confrontation part of it, just uh, to beat him uh, at the end of the last lap. 
Well, I mean, it was a blast. I mean, we knew, I mean, he started racing the mods a year before I did. And I sold all my late model stuff and I bought a mod and just because, you know, it looked like fun. Um, and then he started driving for Scott and Amy and, and it made it to the point where, um, everybody said that we killed the modified class with these high dollar shocks and this, that, and the other thing. And at the end of the day, Ben was doing everything he could to beat me and I was doing everything I could to beat him. Yeah. And yes, I mean, them two years we had to be in the shop working on them and because you didn't want to show up the next week and get your butt kicked. And it just, I don't know. It made, it made for a good rivalry. Um, but at the end, and I'm, I'm, I can, I'm glad to say that, you know, I, I had a friend out of the whole deal, regardless mm-hmm. of what happened on the racetrack. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's insane. You know, I, I was at his house uh, Friday night for, for his birthday. And, and you just always think, you always think, you know, he, he moved back to Kalamazoo. Well, he moved out of the area and then came back to Kalamazoo. Uh, and, and you just, you lose, lost a little bit of contact with him, but you'd always get a text from him or a message or a phone call checking in, see what was going on or wondering what the hell I was up to. And I know he was so good with doing that with everybody else and, and checking on people. Um, and, and I guess I didn't realize that until this all came to light in the last week and a half, but it's just insane how good he was with checking on people. So uh, I'm just not sure if anybody, uh, we got a line right now, of about five people in the queue. Uh, if anybody else would like to get in, share a story, I need you to message Larry Richardson on facebook message larry richardson on facebook he'll get the link and set up make sure you guys share this we've had about 130 people in the uh in the chat as well so uh anything else you got another got any uh juicy stories that you want to share you got one for me oh i'm sure you know a few of them um (laughs) well yeah yeah we uh so just sucks that's all I yeah, can say. it does. Because I talk, it like does. I, I talk to the kid every single day. Um, whether it was we run into each other at lunch or we go to lunch together or, or what, um, it just you know I drive past there every day, thinking I'm going to see that gold car that he was driving for the last month after his truck accident, and and, mm-hmm. and thinking I'm going to get a phone call saying, "Hey, we need to borrow your truck. We need to go to." Ohio to get a race car with Nash. And next thing you know, he calls me at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Well, we had to go to the Southern Kentucky to pick this up. So we'll be back at like midnight. It's like, yeah, Northern Ohio, Southern Kentucky. It just doesn't make sense. Right, right, right. Well, I'm sure there was a deal somewhere to be had and they had to pick it up. So, yeah, but, uh, that that speaks to that friendship you guys had. Uh, you always knew he was there. He always knew you were there. Uh, 
if if you guys ever needed anything. So, yep. all right, Bubba, I appreciate the time, man. I know I know you're dealing with this tough. Uh, the, your whole family. I talked to them quite a bit at uh, at the funeral, and um, it's it's rough. So I appreciate the time, my man. No problem. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. All righty. Uh, all right. So let's uh, let's bring in Kim Sexton. Kim, if you've got Michelle too, we'll bring Kim in. If not, we just got one. Oops. Yes, no. What happened? All I see is my ugly face on here. She closed it. Okay. Uh, Rob Floyd's still there? All right. No, okay. Rob Rob will come back, hopefully. Uh, yeah, Timmy Horvath. We got Tim Horvath next. Oh, this this will probably be good if if the kids are if the kids are still in the room and your audio's on. I'd fix something. That's all I know. Tim Horvath, HD Design. Well, what's, what's going on? on, my man? How you doing, brother? Uh, well, I uh, this is a show you never thought you'd have to have. You know what I mean? It just sucks, but. <clears throat> It'll be good. It'll be it'll be great to to listen to this, you know, later on and down the road, and and just kind of see, you know, stories from everything. And, and it's good. I know you've got some stories with that kid, uh, whether it's uh, up in Michigan for a NASCAR race or after the pits, uh, after the races. Uh, it's all about building stories and 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 sharing good times with people. So I'm gonna let you talk for a little bit. Well. Well, it's funny you brought up uh, the the stories of MIS. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I'd like to use this time for a shout out. If everybody goes over to Gary House Facebook and we get 10,000 likes on the last live video me and Raber did together, we can bring the band back to Camp Horvath. So, oh, I did. I recall that, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. everybody watching this, head on over to Gary House Facebook after you're done. Get on his live feeds. Find the one of me and Raber trying to get the band back from MIS. You'll laugh. You'll cry. It's the funniest time. We need 10,000 likes, though. It's the only way we're getting the band. It's, it's like it's within the last week it was shared, right? Yes. Or yeah, we, where's yep, – yeah, okay. It, uh, yeah, okay. A memory come up on our timeline. It was a year or so, maybe two years ago we did that. And, oh, man, <laughs> it was the first time that we ever, ever did a live video together. And we didn't know what live videos were. And Kenny right. had found out what live videos it, it was. Were. A, it was very apparent that you guys had no idea what the hell you were doing. No clue. No clue. We were live. <laughs> and and uh, Kenny had said 10,000 likes. We get to have the band back at Super Shoe Camp Horvath. So after this is all done, listen to our stories afterwards. Blow up Gary House Facebook. That's all I asked for. Right. So get the band back, Super Shoe Nationals. All right. So, um, Give me a, give me, you know, you've got your world famous that I still haven't been to Horvath, uh, Horvath business party that you guys have to give me a, give me a go-kart Ben Raver story from, uh, from your party. <laughs> I don't know if it's a go-kart story as much as it is a typical Ben story. 
uh, because when Ben showed up with uh, Nash, you know, they already had their starter cups and uh, <laughs> they, uh, they were, they were well on their way to having a good time. Um, but it was getting towards the end of the night and the band's packing up and everybody's going, you know, you know, our own ways. And we're going to go to the bar for a little after party. And, uh, all of a sudden here comes Raber out of nowhere going, Hey, Hey man, do you have an extra key to your truck? <laughs> I go, no, they're, the keys are in it. We're getting ready to leave. He goes, well, damn it. I, I think your old lady locked your keys in the truck. Come to find out later, he locked the keys in the truck and blamed it on Nicole, uh, which was his way out of it. And uh, we spent the latter half of the entire end of the party trying to fish our keys out of the truck because of Raver. I got you. I'm, I'm told that your room is too dark, so I need you to move somehow. You're killing Getting better light. Well, I, I'm just telling you what. All right. Hold on. You know, let me yeah. grab my props. I got some props and stuff. If you guys want right. to take a tour, I'll take you a tour around the house. Um, this was the last bush that uh, Ben Raber puked in. You, if you guys want to check out the front here, <laughs> we'll, we'll go out here. Um, and I the neighbor's yard. He, was, he, he, he visited the neighbor's yard often. Um, she's not very friendly with me now, thanks to Raber. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, is it bright yeah. enough? Yeah, that's that's good. Yes. I'm sorry, yes. Larry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm new at this, man. Yeah. Well, it's odd. The black guy needed some light, so there you go. <laughs> I think I can say that. Hey, He's the hey, first black no, champion. No, yeah. Right. Of yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, well, you were too busy concentrating on your uh, whether I was in the dark or in the light or whatever you had me going on. I do. Uh, right. The last time Ben was puking in my uh, yard, he did drop this off for me, and it's a sealed bottle. And uh, we're going to open that sometime when we all need it. And I'm going to keep that on my shelf, Jason. I know you know how important that is. Um, yeah. Ben never came over without his little bottle that he had, and he'd drop it off. And uh, you know, I, I told Nikki, I go, I go, we're going to know when you you're going to want to open that bottle, and uh, we'll probably save it for some years, but. There's going to be a time where we're all going to sit that thing together. I, I I can appreciate that. That's uh that's good. So, uh, man, man, tough uh tough deal. So, what uh what's your favorite? Let's go back to the racetrack. You've uh you've shared some racing with me up on that ledge. You've been in the pits. You've been in the stands. Give me your favorite uh, Ben Raber racing story. Well, you know Ben was Ben was my brother. First and foremost, um, I tell you what, he uh, he believed in me more than I believe in myself. And that's hard to do if you know me. Um, that's true. He, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's hard to say, but, uh, you know, that kid, he was nonstop. And, uh, you know, when we would go racing together or we were getting a car ready to go racing. And I think it was you guys at New Paris. Uh, that's a, that I think Stremmy asked you when that, or asked Ben when that uh, street stock was going to be done. And you said you had a better chance of walking than uh, <laughs> that street stock getting done anytime soon. Uh, right. that, made yeah. me, that made me die laughing. Uh, 
you know, and with Ben, anytime, it didn't matter what it was. Obviously, I'm known for driving Big Black. It's uh, one of my favorite things to do for the Terry family. Um, one of the coolest things I can do. Uh, one of the most fun things I do. And uh, Raber, he was he was always, hey, hey, you got this, Timmy. You got this, you know. And he would out there. Next thing you know, he has me in his carbon fiber helmet. And he has me all, he's strapping me in. And I'm going, Raber, we're D-perfect, brother. We'll be all right. He's like, you're going to win this thing, though, Timmy. You know, and in typical Ben Raber fashion, just believed above and beyond what I ever thought I would ever do. Um, you know, when it come to racing with him, it wasn't, I know the, the Bubba Brooks stories and I know that, you know, his rivalries on and off the track, but Ben Raber was the first person with somebody's jack that he doesn't even know whose it is, jacking your car up from your tire. The when I think of Ben, and when I when I when I'm done and I'm old and I talk about my buddy Ben, he's he's the face of what racing is, and he he was that guy that he could be yelling at you two seconds ago, but he's the first one jacking up your car to get you back out on the track and make sure that you could go racing. And I mean, to me, that's my favorite stories of Ben at the racetrack is it didn't matter who you were or where you were from or what you were running. I can remember the first time I seen him put one of those little quarter midgets on their nose. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? He goes, that's how we do it. I'm like, how's that kid? What? You you know how he'd hike up his pants and he would walk like Ben Raber would and off he would go. And I would be like, that was the most interesting thing I ever seen. Yep. And no matter what you did, if you went to the little track or the big track, Ben Raber was going to do something that was Ben Raber style. You know, yeah. and um, he, he was he was somebody special to all of us. And I said it a million times and I'll say it a million times more. There's probably 10 people that Ben Raber needed in his life that he called for anything. Um, that you knew his best of his best and his worst of his worst. And I'm privileged to say that I was one of those people with Ben. He called me in a lot of things. Um, and me and him talked very close. And then I didn't realize that there were thousands of people that needed Ben Raber. And I was one of those guys. I was one of the people that, man, I would talk to him on a daily basis and, I was one of those guys that, you know, I couldn't wait. You know, I say it, I say it once, I'll say it again. I always go, fucking Raber, God damn him. But at the end of the day, you would say that and you would just smile because he would he would make you say fucking Raber, and then he would turn around with his little half crooked smile, pat you on the back and say, See you later, little buddy. And off he'd walk. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> <"What?"> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to choke you two seconds ago. You know, and you're right. uh, right. He, you know, you just can't get any specialer than what he really was. He he was unique. Uh, He tried to be tough, but he had a huge heart. I could be so lucky to have as many friends who love me as the number of people who loved him. And and that's right. I mean, yeah, you know, whether it was, I mean, I saw a lot of people at that funeral home. I know you did too. 
I saw a lot of my heroes cry. Um, when Andy Bozell puts his arm around you and he's in tears, that's some significant shit. And, uh, and that's, that's what I saw. And, and, you know, Ken Scheffler and cookie showed up and just people after people after people. And, um, it's just incredible how many, how many people were, were affected and, and, and loved him. Uh, whether it was, you know, he was, he was half crazy most of the time, but that's what made him bend. And it was so fun. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He he wasn't half crazy, brother. We didn't know him too well. Yeah, (laughs) you're right. right. And, and you know what? Yeah. At the end of the day, he still could slow down with you, have a conversation, have a drink, make some amazing steaks or, uh, even a frozen pizza and, and just talk about what happened. And uh, there's a couple of people in life, in my life that, that I trusted and let me know how my announcement was. It was uh, Bobby Jones and Ben Raber. And they were real honest with me, you know, Hey, great show. Hey, you suck tonight. What was your problem? And at that point you gotta, you gotta figure out and, and reassess things. But uh, the kid was honest. No matter who you were, whether you were a five-year-old at the little track or a uh, 55-year-old at the big track, uh, he was honest, and and that's why we all loved him. You know, and and that was that was who he was. And some people they can take you being honest to them, and they can embrace it, or they don't like it. And those are the people that probably hated Ben the most, is because he would just say it like it was, and he didn't care what you thought of him. You know, right? And, uh, yeah. You know, and that's that's the way he was. And in a love hate relationship, man, you you when you loved him, he loved you just as much, if not more. Um, and and I can tell, I I have numerous uh, tales of me and him. Uh, you know, Christmas party. I'm sure you guys read M Live. Steve Krasminski did an awesome article. Um, you know, when he showed up to our Christmas party and told everybody, "Don't tell anybody I'm here." I just want to come. I want to get away. I want to hang out with you guys. And he come and he hung out for three days. And we're like, I go, I thought you were going home, man. He goes, no, I feel like I fit in here, you know, and it, it's all, it's all the Horvaths is all it was. And, and, you know, there was a couple stragglers and Ben was one of them. And, you know, the, the smiles we have from that weekend uh, getaway was, is the coolest. And he, he, he would literally give the shirt off his back, even to his worst enemy. He would literally go above and beyond more than anybody else, and uh, it's it's one of those once in a lifetime friends that you'll you'll meet that uh, change change your life. Yep, you're right, and uh, you always you always think it's going to be there, and and unfortunately, when that uh, when that gross uh, reality hits, it it really hurts. And and I know a lot of us that are watching are going through that. I know you're going through that. I'm going through that. The family's going through that. Uh, amazing tribute uh, that, that was at the funeral home, was at uh, Kalamazoo Speedway on Thursday, was at the racetrack on Friday, uh, was at Galesburg Saturday. I mean, the dude, wherever he went, was larger than life. So um, I don't know. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, Tim, you got anything? Uh, you got anything else? Uh, got another story, or you know, I I've fought back and forth on what story, what what thing I'm allowed to say. I know we did a little thing, but you know, me and Raber, most of the time we were in in some kind of trouble together, and 
you know, he was the first one to have my back. And, uh, you know, I, I remember a time where he come up for my brother and sister's uh, birthday party and I won't get too in detail with it, but um, me and him, uh, a lot of people know this story, but me, me, me and him were out and we were having a good time and Nikki and uh, Uncle Ron Bursley was out and Hayden and Hannah and, and the whole family while the kids had gone and we were up at uh, up at the uh, bar listening to the um, band that was playing and uh, this guy come in obnoxious, you know, being dumb. The next thing you know, buys a, a drink for Nikki and we all know, hey, you know, buy a drink for Raver love buying drinks for, you know, cheaper on Timmy. We're all good with it, you know? And, uh, we started getting in and this guy started, started talking and I'm like, just go, just leave. We don't want no problems. Just leave us alone. And, uh, well, I, the guy's like, let's go outside. And I look behind me to see where Ben was. And he was over hitting on Nikki at the time, you know, <laughs> cause God forbid there's a female in the room. And, uh, so he, he, um, I go, you know what, just leave while well, this guy ends up, uh, coming up over top of the, uh, of the table and he catches me right in the eyebrow. Well, uh, I kind of went and I defended myself and, uh, we went back and forth and mind you, this guy's about six, three, six, four, and all the scuffle settles and everything's done. And I look around and I go, Ben, where the hell were you? He goes, at no point did I feel like my friend lost control of the situation. I'm like, he was twice as tall as me. He goes, <laughs> guess what? You had it under control, little buddy. Let's get in the car before the cops come. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. And let's let's get out of here before this gets interesting. Yeah. And all of a sudden, oh. you know, go in the car and off we go. And, uh, you know, and he just he, – he was my buddy who always had my back, but you know, always needed to have my back when, when it was, uh, when he felt like it was necessary. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. um, but uh. I know you got some, you got some other people coming on and whatnot, but I do want to say head on over to Gary house, Facebook after this 10,000 likes on the video, we get to have the band back at camp Horvath and, uh, you, you know, we're going to do it up right. So yeah, yeah, I think Benny'd want that for sure. So and, and if right. you want to laugh, check out that video because you, Jason, I'm sure you watch. I've watched it a thousand times since uh, the other night. I, I I've watched it. See, I haven't been able to watch it recently. It's been it's been tough seeing seeing him. I watched it several times uh, last year um, when you guys were rolling out. Laughed my ass off. Been a little bit tough this week. So all right, all right. Timmy. I appreciate it, man. We're, uh, we're, I'm, I'm tired of toasting friends. We, uh, we got to make sure we're taking uh, better care of people and, uh, and I'm, I'm tired of losing good friends, but you know, I remember with you last year up on that ledge when, when Adam won, we all lifted a Coors Light up, Coors Light up for Gary. Uh, we had some after the races and, uh, I know we're going to have to do that a lot more coming up. So, all right. Appreciate the time, my friend. All right, much love, brother. Thank you so much. I uh, I'm, I'm gonna miss him, man, and uh, we're gonna carry on his memory for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Tim Horvath with Horvath Design. Do appreciate you uh, for sticking around. So, thank you, guys. Uh, got a few more people in the lobby. Let's bring in Rob Floyd. This guy, uh, 
definition of uh, half crazy, I guess, was uh, one of those people as well. Always, always keeping. Yeah, see, see that smile he had. Always keeping uh, things entertained. I know you've got some raver stories, Rob. How you doing tonight? Good, man. How are you? Not, not too Listen. bad. Got Coors Light, Coors Light in your hand. <laughs> so, uh, why don't you give some people a little background on how you knew Ben? Oh, Ben, man, uh, you know, I met Ben through uh, Chris with Octane, and you know, he was working there, and heck, the same way I met you actually uh, through Ben. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, reminiscing today about the South Bend uh, getting lost that morning, not having a phone. Ben's car <laughs> taking you to work. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He took me to work and uh, Raber couldn't figure out where his car was. He was late to get to Octane. You were somewhere out by the airport somehow. And hey, yeah. I was going for an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, good yeah. time. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and he, uh, sad. It's a sad deal. Uh, just don't seem real. Definitely don't. How about some? Uh, how about your favorite raver story? You guys getting any trouble together? Uh, where Where do we begin? <laughs> where, think, wherever you want. Hey, uh, I think the best one was a couple of years ago at Eldora. You know, Ben, uh, like Timmy said earlier, uh, Ben would just do his thing. He'd pop in, <laughs> and Ben was Ben. <laughs> he'd come right on up in Davenport's trailer. <laughs> and Rumley stayed in there, and I mean, he bounces in there. <laughs> Rumley looks at me and he says, who is that guy? I said, oh, he sells trailers. He's all good people. <laughs> ben, ben said, Ben Raber, man, nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, he just, uh, yeah. he didn't care, you know, I mean, he was, it didn't matter. He was friends with everybody. Yeah, yeah he yeah. It didn't matter if you were larger in life. And, and that's back when, you know, Superman was Superman and uh, just absolutely insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, me and Ben talked about racing every week. It was always something. I never even got to see him turn a lap around the zoo. Not one. All really? The, yeah. Never did. Either Chris or they wasn't racing at the time. Right. Pretty damn good race car driver. I know he really, really wanted to get that uh, street sack put together that uh, Tim Sr., uh, kind of, they, they became a teammates and, uh, he was working on that, had a lot of work to do on the front end of that car and it was getting close. Um, you know, he, he had some distractions that were keeping him out of the shop, but, but he, uh, you know, Friday when, when I was over there for his birthday, I talked to, talked to Horvat or talked to Nash and he said, we got that car ready and, um, we got my late model ready. Now we got to work on Benny street stocking. And I know that was the, uh, that was the goal. So I don't know, man. Hey, uh, <sighs> working on all the stuff he destroyed though. I did get to do that a lot. <laughs> I always enjoyed doing that though. <laughs> yeah. A few, a few yeah. race cars. <laughs> yeah. Now you worked with him. We'll get out of the racing world a little bit. You worked with him at Octane. Why don't we talk about uh, a little bit about that? What do you see him from a business standpoint in how he uh, how he sold some trailers and talked to people and took care of people that way? Ah, uh, Ben. I mean, you know, uh, Chris and Ben. I mean, them two of them are brothers. I mean, hell, I considered them brothers. Still do. Uh, 
you know, Ben had growing pains at first, but like he, he was a sales guy. <laughs> that was a fact. Yeah. He had the gift of gab. He could talk to people. Uh, you know, Chris taught him that business and Ben was good at it. He was good at what he done. I right. mean, he was, that's nothing but success. That's all that you, I mean, he knew how to talk to people and that's what it takes in that business. You know, he wasn't no bullshit you. You gotta, you gotta believe in people. When somebody's selling you something, you know, I mean, that's, that's what you got to do. Right. You got to connect, you got to connect with those people and make that happen. And uh, I know uh, he kept you guys busy out in the shop, putting parts together and uh, making everything work to get those trailers ready when he was promised they'd be, uh, be done. I know there were a lot of days where he's like, I got to work late at the shop. I got to work this weekend. We told, uh, big driver XXX or this driver, yeah. whoever that was, uh, that we'd have a trailer ready. And, and he was good about keeping words, but he took a lot of pride in what he did as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you have to, and, uh, you know, I mean, he, he put his heart and soul on it. That's, uh, that's what it's all about. People don't understand yep. what it takes to, uh, give somebody a good product like that and get it done. Right. You know, it's, a lot, it's a lot of work. <laughs> Uh, you, uh, let's share this video guys. Yeah. Share the video. If anybody else wants to join, we got Rick Beebe up next after, uh, Rob, if anybody wants to, uh, share a story, you need to contact Larry Richardson, uh, or the, or the twist network on Facebook. What's that, Rob? I said you're cutting in and out on me there. Oh, got it. Were you at your house tonight? Yeah. At Lynn street pub. Where the hell else would I be? Uh, no shit, man. I tell you what, we watched a lot of wrestling, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we we did. We had a lot of fun. I uh, we th that was one thing. Me and Ben Ben kind of got me back into watching wrestling, and that was fun. So I don't know. We uh, had a lot of good times together. Uh, I don't know. Well, you got a you got a good you got a good crazy story for me. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I need to keep it PG, probably, don't we? <laughs> realistically close yeah so all right so where are you at these days what are you up to i'm in kentucky at the moment been uh messing with a few race cars still uh dealing with raver in a little bit you know how that goes yeah C yeah yeah CJ is uh gonna do what cj wants to do we uh yeah. <laughs> he's got rusty out there running pretty good though have you been keeping up with that hmm I don't know. Yeah, well, that that's, that was definitely your love, uh, chasing those race cars around, and and very cool. You've had some great stories uh, in just that short period of time that I got to know you, and uh, I know uh, I know that was fun. So I'm get I'm getting told the show's uncensored. So if you got a story you want to share, I mean it can get a little bit uh, out of line if you want. Oops. All right, not sure, uh, not sure where Rob went. BB's been in the waiting room for about an hour and a half. Let's bring in, uh, let's bring in Rick BB, your Kalamazoo Speedway and Galesburg Speedway head starter. Rick's got a fan going. Rick, what's going on, dude? How you doing, Jay? I, I'm doing okay. How are you doing, my doing, man? Doing great, man. You know, just we're here for a great memorial. You know, Ben Raver, folks. That's what it's all about, right there. Don't forget. Um, go yep. way back with the Raver family. Back to the days when Benny first started racing, I remember him bringing the car to the shop and 
and my dad poking fun at him. My dad said, well, who's this guy? He looks at my dad and he says, I'm Ben freaking Raber. And this was a little eight-year-old kid, you know, little, yeah. little young snot-nosed brat. His dad bringing him in history there. My dad and, and Benny's grandpa were, were friends, friends with Dale. Um, you know, just a tough deal for that whole family. Both sides are what's going on. A lot of great stories, a lot of great memories with Benny. Um, I'll share um, yeah, a, a good story I had with Ben. Took him down to Cordell, Georgia, and we went down representing a company we were both working for. We came back. And on the way back, I got my last high-speed Polaroid picture taken. Benny is sleeping over in the passenger seat. He wakes up and he goes, what the hell is going on? And I said, well, I think we're getting pulled over. I had a cop here behind me for about the last five miles. How fast are you going? I said, 93. He goes, fuck you, outrunning you, pussy. So, uh, you know, that was Ben. Sorry about the language there, but that's the truth. That's what it that was. That's fine. You know, um, just one of those classics that you had there with him. I, I don't care what Ben did to make you mad at him. It took about the same amount of time to not be mad. Ben was just one of those people. We'll go back to when the little Kalamazoo Speedway started. Him and his dad working with Amy and Scott Hosevar to get that thing going off the corner of the track. Lucky enough to have spotted little young Carson Hosevar playing with cars up in the stands one night. and Went up and got him interested. Got his dad to bring him up on the flag stand. Scott and I gave out a lot of coins to kids to come up and flag races or whoever could come up and guess trivia questions that Jason was throwing out there. And Jason up on the stand with me there for um, those days when, when that, that all started. And to see what that is today, to see Ben's involvement with that the whole time, watching his chubby little ass out there pushing those cars around until his tongue was hanging out down to his knees and you know, <laughs> laughing at him saying, dude, he wants to go one more lap. He's like, I just ain't got it in me. And he'd still turn around and push that kid for one more lap, trying to get him started with all his heart and soul because that's what he was. He was all in. It was when I, I tell you, if you went to play master poker tournaments, the chips would have been in on the very first toss of the cards. I'd guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was full blast. And a lot of times I went, took him over to, uh, couple friends over in south bend and and we uh we did that and we were invited one time we weren't welcome back but uh between me and ben we took all the money out of out of that place but that's their problem right we had we had a great time but he was he was full blast he was intense um he didn't leave anything on the table uh you knew where you stood with him uh he was he was good people and and i know uh yeah i know you guys work together uh over at RevX for quite a bit uh, and, and created a good relationship there. Um, and, and just you being at that racetrack for forever. I mean, you know, I've been going for 20 years and you've probably got me doubled with that or maybe longer than that, but uh, that it's, it's about a family and connecting and, and, and just getting to know, getting to know people. And it's amazing. So, yeah, so just, I, hey, I don't know. Jason, let's take yeah. a second here. Let's reflect on that service that there was for him. By far, I never liked to go to a funeral service. That was probably the greatest tribute to any man you could have been a part of. And for you to have the stones that you had to get up there and give that speech about your best friend, my hat's off to you, man. That, that just doesn't happen and just gives a, a tribute to you for what a man that you are also to sit there and to be at that race on 
Friday night and Kenny leading. I got to tell you, after the race was done, I walked up to Kenny after they were doing the collection and I said, Kenny, you realize, don't you, that Ben probably put his hand down, hand down there and took that ignition away because if you would have won, we would not have gotten through the rest of the night. And I swear that's Oh, I know. Yeah. 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 We would, we would have still been partying. There would have been delays. Sean would have been coming unglued. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'd, have, he'd have been yeah. off the chart. He would have been off the yeah. chart. But man, I tell yeah, you, let, I don't, let's I, go back that little happy birthday to Dale. Um, you know, the unfortunate thing of burying your child on your birthday. Ben, you know, Dale, my God, what a man to, to be there. Cindy, Kenny, uh, the Will, what a what a exemplary you know kid he is. Will Raber to come up and, and go and race for his brother out there at Galesburg on Saturday. I, I don't know how, but man, that kid has got it together. I think he still is going to be forced to be reckoned with in the future. And it was all through the guiding hands of his father and his brother. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it, he was so good with kids and so good with his family. Like I said, at the funeral, um, I haven't talked in a couple weeks ago, going a little 500. And I know you were there. Um, he sent me a thing. He said, dude, my dad's in town or close. I think it was in India. I forget exactly. But if his dad was within, uh, a gas tank, maybe two of, of the area, he, he was going to go see his dad. And I, I appreciated that while, while I wanted him to go racing with me, I, I understood uh, how important his dad was to him and uh, his brother and, and Dustin and Brandy and his mom and Troy Imus and Shelly. Oh yeah. And it goes on and on and on. Um, you know, I, I just, and there was never, there was never, there was never a night where I didn't think, that I had a place to stay after the races. If it was, if I was tired, I was always welcome over there. Um, and, and it was great. And he was, and we'd have pizza or we'd have hell. We'd go by, if we could find some place that had steaks at three o'clock in the morning, we've grilled steaks at four or five o'clock in the morning after the races. It was just kind of what we did. And, um, nobody, nobody, nobody grilled. Yeah. Nobody grilled food better than that dude. Yeah. We were that same trip coming back from Georgia we drove out of our way to stop by and see his dad down there at AFCO. And it's mm-hmm. funny that night before we're staying in a motel and we weren't in that motel room five minutes and the phone rings and Ben, you know, he's got to be the one. How'd they find me? Well, he runs over and he answers the phone. And he says, hello. He, and he hangs up the phone laughing. He goes, I think that was a prostitute. I said, what? He goes, yeah, I think they got the wrong room. He goes, I'm going down to check and see if she shows up. And so I'm laughing my ass off. I had called the phone yeah. to see if it was working because I wanted to wake up call, but I didn't get a dial till. So I called the motor and asked him to call me. So Ben thought it was a prostitute, but that was my little joke on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to let uh, a couple of comments that just came to my mind go to voicemail based on... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was um, it was fun, but uh, this uh, this this helps everybody heal. I I know you know through racing, I've probably been to more funeral homes and and viewings and funerals than than I care to admit. And you always think this is going to get a little bit easier, and then that one time it doesn't. And this was uh, this is one of those times. And I I uh, you know I know. I know Cindy and Kenny and and uh, Dale would love to uh, to be able to to have this uh, 
conversation and talk to people. But right now it's just, it's not. And like I said, if, if you guys message them uh, and they didn't get back to you, you guys, you know, I'm sure you can understand or maybe you don't understand. Uh, and hopefully uh, you guys never have to go through what they went through. But um, I, I know they are grateful. And I know I've talked to Cindy quite a bit. I've talked to Kenny. I've talked, what um, you know, to Nash. Everybody's healing a little bit at a time. We got to keep uh, checking on people. We got to keep uh, taking care of people because that's what Ben would do. And uh, got to make sure everybody gets through this very, very trying time. Yeah, so, I, I had a little thing I, I, I did at the, at the pit meeting there Saturday. It was I just asked everybody if they could just please do me a favor and do three random acts of kindness this week. The, the whole yep. thing of the threes, the 33s that all went on, you know, I got the news about Ben that night. There's a 33-year-long uh, record that was broken. There was a gentleman, a longtime standing friend, Benny Rapp. You know, there are things that came in from that. And then it, it ended off with, at the Speedway Saturday, I get a wristband that's 33-8-33. Um, just the, the things that look up in the sky, you're up there, one single star was shining. We're at the racetrack, and the, the race car coming on, and we heard the damn thing start. You know, when we're out there for the, the 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 after deal for Ben there and never heard it start to come out with the flag on there. Oh, my God, what a, a bone chiller that was. And then the sky with the striation that was going in for a focal point to take you away from what was going on for everybody that was grieving. There was just so yep. much that was there and, and the, the amount of people at the, there was close to 400 people at the funeral. Um, just a tribute to a good guy that, that looked for children. There were. The, the kids there that he touched, you look around. If you don't think it happened, folks, look at what's coming up through the ranks. Look at the the, the sexton. The, the, you know, you, you got all those girls that are out there that are coming and kicking guys' ass that Benny helped out at the quarter midget track. And just all those kids. And Ben always took time for them. Always. Yep. And, and, and I, you know, Friday, they always say when anything happens, somebody – you question whether you should keep racing. And, and I was kind of, I wasn't sure. Um, I wasn't sure I was ready to, to be announcing. And, and, you know, one of Ben's favorite words or phrases were don't be a, I'm going to say it, but he'd say, don't be a pussy. And so I was talking to, uh, I was up in Berlin raceway on Monday talking to Brad Stovall. And uh, I, I was talking to a few people and I said, I'm just not sure I can do this. And he said, oh, so you're going to let Ben use one of your, his favorite phrases one more time. And I'm like, well, looks like I got some work to do. I got to find my big boy pants. And we got to the track on Friday and all day at work. I was trying to figure out, you know, uh, you know what the game plan was and how to how to handle this. And we got to the track and Taylor, Taylor, I uh, went quick time with her uh, zoo stock. And at that point. I, I knew, you know what, we're going to, we're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. And it was just little things like that um, throughout the whole night that just, you knew, um, you knew he was watching on, down on us and um, the, the lanterns at the end of the night, like you mentioned, the star, um, it was just, it was an amazing, amazing night. And uh, it, that family that, that we have is, is, is amazing. I, I love, I love those people more than, more than they know. I know Ben did the same and uh, just good people. Good people. Yeah, definitely. 
Well, kudos to you for well, holding it together there, young man. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how well I did with that, but uh, I, I I tried um, tried as good as I could, but uh, I uh, it, it got a little bumpy a few different times. But if if you didn't get bumpy, I guess we're not human, right, Rick? <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, yeah. to be human is to err, and have those little faltering moments just shows that you do have a a side to you that is human, Jason. It's all right to yeah. grieve. It's okay to cry. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to hate for what happened there. It's, you know, there's mm-hmm. numerous people came up to me and said if the bottom of that casket would have been open, they'd have kicked him in the sack. Uh, you know, just a lot of different things that would have been on there because he's not going to be around. Let's learn from everything right. here. Let's take it through. Let's not hold any bad points. Look at the good points. Focus on the family. Give them their time to grieve. Uh, hug them when you see them. Thank them for that short amount of time on earth that we had for Ben. Um you see Will, tell him to slow his ass down on the road, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to throw yeah. that in there. Uh, but, you know, think about it. It's to lose someone, even, like you said, times where you did, you had a rough road. You know, we had that story from Ben Beeler. It got cut off. I don't think all of it came in about a, a truck and a ring. A lot of people don't know that Ben was going to ask somebody to marry him, and that truck got stolen. And the ring yep. went with the truck. So that, that little bit of that story didn't get out there. So that's so why I saw people putting ring. What? Huh? Huh? So there was a lot of different things that happened that were just a calamity. There were a lot of things about how he could just take and put it back together. Being at a racetrack, like you said, you know, him and Bubba going on with a, uh, a warfare that they would have on the track because they're two champions. They're, you, you can't rein a racehorse. And they're going. Many talks with Gary about what the hell we're going to do. And Gary's funny ass putting them in a, a damn jammer van together for an enduro after that happened, making them park next to each other. Just, you know, the, there's a lot of people, you and I know the inside humor of Gary Howe. Uh, man, my hat's off to that guy because he's got to be hurting too. Cause that was like his little yeah. kid, you know, it just, yeah. so you see those people give them time to grieve and, and be thankful for that time we had. Yeah. But definitely uh, share a story with them. Uh, give them a hug. Like you said, uh, it's, it's uh, talking about things and, uh, and, and just joke, joking around, sharing a funny story um, definitely helps. So, yeah. Well, Rick, I appreciate it. Uh, boy, we got a couple of days. We'll get back to the track. I'm sure there'll be some more stories, uh, be some more race cars, be some more therapy. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You get to that racetrack, we get to go back and uh, get in our happy place and, and get away from it all. You get up on your perch. I get up on my perch. We got our other world. Thank God we love what we do during the week and what we do on the weekends, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a uh, it's a good deal. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't want to be any other place. Like uh, Joe Metzger said a couple of years ago, even though the day changed, I am proud of whom I spend my Fridays with, and I know that rings true with uh, a lot of people watching this video. Yeah. Yep. All right, Rick Beebe, Rick Beebe at the Kalamazoo Speedway, the Galesburg Speedway. Make sure you uh, stop up, bang on his perch, uh, unless he's in the middle of flagging a race. Say hi to him, give him a hug. Uh, come see us on uh, Friday or Saturday at the racetrack. And Rick, I appreciate the uh, time, sir. Jason, thanks again, buddy. Hats off to you. Kudos. Keep doing what you're doing. All right. Nobody, nobody has a better way with words than uh, with Rick Beebe. And a lot of people, I don't know if you've been able to see these comments, but make sure you uh, watch this part of the video. And uh, a lot of people giving you props. I appreciate it, my man.
I can't see it. You know what to say. Sorry you made that emotional time there for you where I refused to throw a checker flag on that first race. We talked about it. You just went, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, then I had people yep. go, hey, you know, you threw that white flag for two laps. Yeah, I knew. And I had the checker flag pointing towards heaven, too. You know, because we know yep. that we're just because of what he did with people where he's at. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. We know that. yeah, and yeah, between that, that was emotional. All the uh, victory laps, and then uh, probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen a racetrack is what Phil did. I I don't know oh, how yeah. you I don't know how you separate and think about that, but it was the absolute perfect ending to a race night. And I know we had another race after that, but yeah. just props to Phil. Props did to you, Phil. Did you see that picture that Woody took? Did you see the yep, picture? Yeah, it's on. Oh, my God. Did yeah. you see there were three shadows? Yeah, three shadows. It's just insane. It's so yeah. cool. So cool. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. We, uh, we'll we take a little bit day by day. We'll share some stories. We'll have some fun. And uh, as uh, as I like to say, uh, we'll carry on. So, hey, we'll it's, it's tough, but we got to do that. Huh? Yeah, Absolutely. And if it doesn't, right. I if it doesn't it. go right, turn left, right, Jason? Yeah, when nothing goes right, turn left. Exactly. Hey, can, can All I right, steal, buddy. Can I steal? Can I steal one thing? Yeah, I'm done, I'm, I'm done here. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah, that was with uh, what Bubba did with that modified, bringing that modified out and uh, putting clearly on the on the top of it. Uh, that. Uh, that, that got me. So, all right, man. I appreciate it. Peace. Uh, uh, all right. Peace. We'll see you. Take care of yourself, Ricky. All right, guys. I, uh, I appreciate everybody for viewing and, uh, take some, some time. Uh, maybe we'll do this every now and then. Uh, maybe it doesn't have to be a, a bad, uh, a bad topic. Maybe we just get off the subject of promoting racing. Um, and we, uh, we just share some stories, whether it's after the super shoe or maybe before the super shoe or clash time. And we just, we BS and we get some people. So I do appreciate everyone. We had a high, high uh, room count, pretty much this whole show um, because of one person. It was Ben Raber. Uh, he, he impacted, affected, and loved a lot of people. And I know a lot of people return that love towards him. So, um, Whatever you're doing, uh, keep him, keep his family and his friends in your thoughts and prayers and uh, kind of fitting uh, 84 people right now in a room. And we're talking about a three car. And that uh, that's how that's how I remember Ben, him and him and Bubba all over each other, battling out uh, back in the modified days and the late models and just racing their asses off. So. Larry, I appreciate you running the background. Guys, if you uh, joined us on the show, I can't thank you guys enough. Um, whether you were just checking in and, and watching, uh, thank you guys as well. On behalf of the family, like I mentioned, I know that uh, that they that you've all helped them with, uh, whether it was a donation, whether it was picking up a sticker, picking up a button, a hug, uh, a smile, uh, whatever it was. Um, they are, they will never be able to repay you guys. I'm the same way. I know Nash is the same way. All his close friends. It's just been um, my phone blew up all weekend. I went through four battery cycles on Saturday, just kind of uh, uh, 
going through some things and, and trying to keep up to date with everything. So thank you guys. Um, let's have some fun. Let's remember my buddy and, uh, man, I don't know. Take care of each other guys. Appreciate it. And, uh, three out. Good night.